Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome, and thank you for joining us for Country Dr. Herbal's Protocol Q&A. Protocol Q&A. There's a protocol for that. Yes. Um, so our, our tagline. Our tagline. Yeah. yeah. I want to jump um, jump. Jump in with one of the questions we had, um, which is, how do uh, pregnant mamas maintain, like, what can they do for themselves to maintain a healthy um, pregnancy for their mm-hmm. baby mm-hmm. and really nourish, right? Yeah. You know, Stenner Process was very instrumental in designing a very thorough protocol for this nutrition throughout pregnancy, it's called. Um, when we started with John Christopher in... Uh, I want to say 19, my father started with him in 74, Mm. Um, but since then we've really just kind of narrowed it down to about three or four different key things. One is superfood for sure. Um, Superfood, with some women, you have to be careful with during pregnancy though and the hormones are changing, you can get some disruption of digestive processes and metabolism, Mm. the liver's changing, obviously there's a lot going on. So when you're dealing with uh, really providing good quality nutrition for women throughout pregnancy, stuff that's safe and effective and it's bioavailable and it's 70% protein, has EFAs in it, has the trace minerals, has the enzymes, has B-complex nutrients, right? It has all the things that the growing body needs for the baby mm-hmm. and keeps mom really vitalized and her energy really up during uh, the development of the baby. Uh, superfood as much as four tablespoons a day. This is where sometimes we miss the boat a little bit Okay. with superfood. You want to start off with usually maybe a tablespoon a day and kind of get used to it, let the palate adjust mm-hmm. because it does taste very green. Mm-hmm. But If you're not of, used to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of women have to work up to about four tablespoons a day though Okay. to really thoroughly meet the nutritional needs of themselves and the, and the development of the child. So, uh, so superfoods, number one. Number two is good probiotics. Uh, we use a pre-probiotic blend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have to be careful with pregnant women because of the, the unfortunate nature of constipation that can mm. develop during pregnancy. Mm. Um, and we don't want to use ICF-1 with them during pregnancy because Correct. of the peristaltic action that it develops. Right. Um, so we don't want anything that's, that's developing that type of activity in the lower gut. But uh, the FOS... Uh, the um, bioflora in the bioflora. Mm-hmm. Some women can be a little sensitive to that, kind of making them a little sluggish. So we have to be very, mm-hmm. you know, when you when you when you put people on probiotics, prebiotics, um, make sure that when you see an ingredient FOS and they get a little constipated on you, don't be alarmed. But especially with pregnant women, 
be leery about them starting off with too much of that, like one tablet a day for a week or two okay. um, to get some pre and probiotics in there. But if it says it has FOS on it, which is the fruit uh, fructosaccharides, which is a uh, it's uh, it's a sugar, right? But it's there designed to feed the cultures and help keep things viable. Um, but some people have can can have a little bit of problem with it. Cassie okay. was one of them, right? She's okay. when we backed her off of probiotics, so and we looked at that and. Uh, uh, really That's also why we test everything yeah. and why one product isn't for everyone right. and regardless of the product line, right? I mean, everybody has had clients come in and say, well, I tried this because it worked really, really well for my friend or sister or mom. Yeah. And then when I took it, it didn't work as right. Like we've all heard those stories or we've experienced that ourselves. Yeah. And it's because we're individuals and we each have individual needs, which yeah. is why um, we're always really big on if hands-on testing is possible, that's always ideal because without it, it's sort of um, like throwing darts at a dartboard. Yeah. Pregnancy tea is something I always recommend. Most health food stores have a good pregnancy tea, which is red raspberry leaf, uh, mm. red clover, um, yes. you know, things that help kind of keep the, the liver detoxified because, again, a lot of changes taking place hormonally. Mm -hmm. Liver's going to take a hit. That morning sickness Mm -hmm. sensation uh, anywhere from four to six cups a day hot or cold with a little bit of honey uh, for flavoring if they want some flavor or better yet mm -hmm. make a big jug of it with the you know the mm -hmm. ginger and cinnamon you know how you guys make the the fruit mm -hmm. the fruit uh, mm -hmm. flavored juices that kind of thing that's always a better way to go too so uh, so superfood good probiotics making sure that the uh, uh, calcium uptake you gotta be again you gotta be careful with calcium you want to use herbal mm -hmm. Things like BF and C, bone, flesh, and cartilage, or skin, hair, and nails gives a little more bioavailable mineral extract from actual herbal formulas. Okay. That's easy for the body to uptake. It doesn't overwhelm the system. We don't have to worry about there being an isolates problem, which means when you look at labels and you see and it says uh, calcium as something, and there's parentheses, or you see vitamin E as something, well, you're already getting tipped off to when you look at that label and understand the interpretation of that label, you're getting a piece of the whole, okay? Vitamin C as ascorbic acid, okay, for, is one of the most common examples. And when you're looking at labels and you're looking at giving, you know, moms throughout pregnancy the right nutrition mm -hmm. to make sure the development of the, of the baby is accurate and mom's health stays on point during the process, you really want to stay with whole food, whole food extracts, mm. uh, herbal extracts, things that are going to be complex in nature. So people that are just taking vitamin C and it says as ascorbic gas, they're taking a thousand milligrams a day. That's like handing them a steering wheel and telling them to go out and enjoy their car. Okay. Ascorbic acid's a piece. <laughs> it's a piece of the vitamin C complex, right? Yeah. And every vitamin, every vitamin and every mineral is a complex. There's no such thing as an isolated piece of that's one of the problems we have in this country with labeling and that's why we stick primarily with whole food mm -hmm. whole food concentrates and herbal extracts because you're getting the complex mm -hmm. chemical therapeutics that nature intended for you to have you and give it to the body and then the body does with it what it needs for example wild yam we use wild yam with men yeah. and women men mm -hmm. and women because of the precursors involved with helping them balance out hormones, estrogens, progesterones, testosterones, right? DHEA mm. involvement and influence. So wild yam is not just for women, right? Men can have it too because it's a wonderful, youthful nutrient. Um, and we can also test that on pregnant women. Awesome. It's safe for pregnant women to help kind of keep them balanced out, mm -hmm. yet not interfere with anything 
and not interfere with their hormones that are naturally kind of fluctuating. The other thing is, is if you guys don't already have this list, we do have a list of products that um, pregnant... Um, that pregnant women should not be taking mm-hmm. for the Country Doctor Herbal line. So yep. we have like a handful of products. So like you had mentioned ICF-1, for example. Yep. So it's a, sh- it's a pretty short list, but it is good for you to have that. If you don't mm-hmm. already have that saved somewhere, let me know and I can send it to you um, because it is important to kind of take that into consideration. We do not um, really put pregnant women through cleanses yeah. either. That's an important thing to just kind of note. Um you know, sometimes with like, uh, if they have a candida, we might do like a gentle kind of, right. you know, gently work on that, but focusing more on diet. And I would just kind of add in that, you know, obviously, if you guys don't hear us say this enough, it's always diet first, supplement second. Yep. So with the pregnant mamas, um, you know, it's okay to have them on food logs. Um, mm-hmm. They genuinely, most of them genuinely want to eat better to feed their baby. But at the same time with those fluctuating hormones... They're also dealing with a lot of cravings, maybe wanting some comfort foods. Mm -hmm. And so anything that the practitioner can do to better support them. Um, And we view food logs as like a very empowering tool. Um, Not not delivering it to clients as in this is your homework and it's like this thing that they have to do, right? But use it as an empowering tool with the pregnant mamas too, because they do genuinely want to make good choices. And sometimes they just need that, that like accountability and also positive, encouraging support. One of the things I love about working with moms and in one exam room one, I have to show you a picture when we do our little video today for the digestive valves, I'll show the the board of all the little babies, moms that couldn't have moms and husbands that couldn't have babies. There's a board of pictures of all the kids over the years, right? And so one of the things that I love is a reference. You have nine months of education time with these moms, okay, roughly, is selenriverpress.com, S-E-L-E-N-E riverpress.com, one of the best publishing mm-hmm. houses for education that's all driven around herbs and whole food, whole food concentrates, dietary empowerment, okay, that works, that's been clinically proven and scientifically validated. It works, it works, it works. One of the books that mom should get is this one right here, Nutrition, Super Nutrition for Babies. It is fantastic. This is one of the best books that you can have. It's very easy, very quick read, easy recipes, and this and it's not very thick, about you know, maybe maybe a half an inch thick, three quarters of an inch thick. It's very well illustrated, okay? And it empowers moms ahead of time. Mm. What a great gift when they come yes. to you as their practitioner to educate them. These are very, very affordable. You can get them, uh, I think they're like $17. It is a, one of the most amazing reference materials you can ever have for young moms to get them in the right start to get these kids off in the right nutrition day one. And they also have, I don't see it over here on my my plethora of books on my on my library, but I don't see the one that's actually for the moms. But there's there's uh, CelineRiverPress.com. Check them out. This is the one of the only places I get really good quality reference books at uh, and the, the really good pricing um, on all their materials. It's a great way to empower your future moms. Mm. We a lot of the times um, will do gifts in our um, clinic or center. So like, for example, um, clients do a prepay package. They'll get Dan's book uh, complimentary. So it's like kind Mm -hmm. of like this nice bonus surprise. 
Um, so I love that idea of like anything you can yeah. do to kind of give back as you're as you're in that serving role. Yeah. Imagine what that does from a you know a relationship standpoint yeah. between you and that client. Those are some um, of the number one questions we always get. I don't know what to eat. I don't know how to make choices. I don't know how to read labels. Mm-hmm. We have an opportunity to position them piece by piece, and we can even design this as practitioners and build it into the process of their program of care. Mm-hmm. Okay, this month we're going to focus on a, these three key points. Next month, what are, you know, yeah. you can break it down and introduce it to them in a very simple, easy-to-follow pa- uh, fashion yeah. uh, that they're going to get great results with. So Yeah. Awesome. Love it. Yep. We did also have a challenging case that was submitted. Now, this was a case from another practitioner. We love it when you guys submit these. We want to thank you. April had one a couple months ago. Um, And so when when I share this uh, particular case um, with the understanding that I have very limited information, um, because kind of going off of what was given um, and since it wasn't, you know, our specific client. So we're, again, because we don't, we don't have the actual evaluation, we're going to discuss it um, just as kind of a learning experience, um, but without having a you know our own you know full case history evaluation. It's tough to really know exactly what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this particular case, it deals with a prostate infection and um, prostitis, prostitis, prostitis. I'm yeah. so bad at pronouncing some of the names. It's okay. um, but it it deals with somebody who is dealing with this, and uh-huh. they um, then at one point they started taking. Uh, Cyprio. Cyprio. Thank you. Cyprio. And then as soon as they stopped taking that, it started to come back. It's an antibacterial drug, but has some horrendous side effects. One of the reference materials that I would encourage you as practitioners to get right on your phone, it's called uh, Pocket Pharmacy. It's a very simple little app that you can get. It does cost... um, I don't know if you can see that, but it's that app right there. So Pocket Pharmacy? Pocket Pharmacy. Okay. Um, I carry this with me like everywhere I go. We get people that obviously when they do their intake, part of their intake in all clinics usually is to list out any medications they're currently taking. Um, And from a nutritional therapy standpoint and introducing nutritional therapeutics, you have to be aware of what these drugs are doing to the body. What are these potential side effects, which more often than not, what they're there complaining about is a side effect of a current medication Mm -hmm. Um, and we as we're not prescribing physicians so you can't put them on or off medications but you can strongly encourage them and empower them with information that says hey you need to have this either adjusted or switched to something different or you know this is playing a role in your body's inability to Mm -hmm. restore function Mm -hmm. so uh, so that's called pocket pharmacy if uh, uh, I have an iPhone so you can go to you know the app store so we never encourage them to get off of any prescription, mm-hmm. no. um, but we do encourage them to go back to their prescribing doctor and say, hey, can you recheck yep. me to see if I still need this or yeah. if we need to adjust the dose? Because if they don't do that yeah. and they're working with you on nutritional therapy plans yep. um, or with whole foods or herbals, right, they are um, potentially looking at you know some cha- some additional challenges sure. because now we sort of have this going on yep. um but then also you don't want them thinking that your program doesn't work because they're taking this other thing that is yeah. causing these symptoms so that's where like education between the practitioner and the client is like key it's huge so let's examine prostatitis for a second and, and we're going to give you some details on this but 
What is that? It's basically inflammation. Anything that ends in itis, so arthritis, bursitis, tendonitis, right? Prostitis. These are all things that have been labeled or earmarked that have an inflammatory response, an inflammatory element mm -hmm. to them. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's inflammation. Mm -hmm. Now, I know a lot of practitioners believe that inflammation is the cause of most illnesses and or is involved in most illnesses, and you're right. But inflammation is no different than the prostitis. It's a symptom of the problem. So we as practitioners have to think higher level causes. What is the cause of the inflammation? What's mm -hmm. driving in the body this inflammation process? And with men, what we're told in America is if you live long enough, it's not a question of if you're going to have a prostate challenge. It's just a question of to when and to what degree of severity. Mm -hmm. That's what we're told in this country. So armed with that information that unfortunately modern medicine doesn't have anything to offer us to avoid that, we as men in our, you know, once you hit 50 or older, uh, start, or maybe even 45, right, start looking for things that we can do proactively mm. and be preventative. Here's the number one thing with men you have to be wary of with prostitutes is are they constipated or not? Constipation, putting pressure on that gland, that walnut-sized gland, right near the rectal area, most men who's ever had a an exam, a prostate exam, know how that is performed, right? And that's why it's because it's right along that pathway and they check to see if it feels inflamed or if it's hardened to some degree. There's supposed to be a texture to it. And uh, if they're constipated or if they're straining or have other issues, hemorrhoids, things of that nature, uh, that can be strong indication that the prostate gland is going to be struggling as a result of that. Mm. If they're beer drinkers, a lot of sugary alcohols give them problems in, as, we, as we as men age. Uh, we need to check for metal and chemical toxicities. There's a really cool way of doing that. Um, there's a reflex point on the body you can touch. If it's tender, that can give you an indication. Um, if the man is complaining of dry mouth, cotton mouth, bitter metallic taste, sciatic nerve pain, mm. these can also be very strong indicators that there's a chemical or metal toxicity, a component. Now, how is that involved in the prostate gland? Because of where it sits in the body and the toxemias that it's exposed to, there can be deposits that can show up in that, in that prostate gland of metals and chemicals. Hmm. Most men don't realize that the prostate gland, two-thirds of its job is to perform immunity for the urinary tract of the male. Only one-third of its job has anything to do with semen production for, for, for fertility, right? Two-thirds hmm. of its job, it's an, it's an immune system gland for the immune system. And so hmm. kind of like the tonsils and adenoids between the sinuses right. and the lungs. It acts like a gatekeeper um, and it's, it's designed to actually be a, a strong part of the immune system hmm. for men. So you have to make sure and check them for yeast, uh, viruses, parasites, staph, strep. You want to make sure their immune system is not compromised somewhere and that's showing up there. Um, Would you recommend a bowel cleanse if a guy comes in with prostate issues? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Great question. Yes, absolutely. Um, and here's the thing, too. And with, this came up in an earlier conversation with, with another practitioner in Michigan. Um, if you're with the times we're dealing with right now, sometimes we're having to do a lot more communicating and teleconferencing with clients. Mm -hmm. We're fortunate in here in Wyoming. We're blessed. We, we're still able to see clients. However, we have some and we respect their decision that don't want to come in. They want to stay, you know, quarantined. And so we have to do phone consultations. So without the hands-on evaluation, mm -hmm. if you have anybody, somebody that's not having two to three bowel movements every day, 
good full elimination. And by the way, when you see great big protruding guts on men, you know you've got a gut problem and that's going to definitely affect prostate. Mm-hmm. So, so you can kind of do some visual observations too and say, okay, clinically, we definitely want to make sure the bowel is, is really detoxified and cleansed properly. So even if they're not having constipation, and this kind of goes on into your question even more, April, maybe they are having two to three bowel wounds a day, but you still want to do the bowel cleanse. I was going to ICF-1 yeah, and 2 yeah. then and make sure that you really detoxify that area. So, so good question. So, you know, you got to check for immune system, metal mm-hmm. and chemical target. You got to do the, the basics mm-hmm. to see why and really what diet. What is it exactly that's causing stress on that prostate yeah. and, and causing that inflammation? Men are the worst. I mean, I know. <laughs> I just know I am. I are one, right? And, and uh, you know, like I, I, for me, I put myself on food logs May 4th of 2019. I haven't stopped. So every single day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, beverages, and snacks is logged in my, my little app. Um, I know exactly where I'm at on those things and where I want to be because I've lost, you know, pretty good amount of weight. I'm, I love it. I keep it off. So just by getting rid of uh, grains and potatoes, by the way, that's the only two things I did. Um, and so with men, you know, getting them to understand that the quality of their performance, their body's ability to perform by design is in direct proportion to how well we're nourishing and providing good fuel to that body. Mm-hmm. We have to get them tuned into that. And, and we're, you know, we don't stay in tune with it as much as women do. They're mm-hmm. better at it than, than we are. But the other thing is, practitioners, we need to be doing these food logs ourselves, I think, because I can't ask you to be 80% compliant with my program if I'm not being at least 90% compliant with my program. Nobody does this perfectly. We talked about this earlier as well. Nobody's doing this stuff perfectly. But we as practitioners should be following some form of regimented, mm-hmm. checked, monitored, coached program every couple of weeks, doing food logs. If you don't know how to what your food logs are, do a couple of food logs, send them to me. I'll help you kind of work through the food log thing and what you're looking for as far as a basis and a model of eating that helps the masses. It's not for everybody. Like like Becca said earlier, everyone's individual. Mm-hmm. We need different things, just like those those nursing moms or those early moms in pregnancy. And we need different things at different times in our lives, too. That's an important thing times. to know as well. Yeah. Um, so, so those are just the key basics that we would look for with men and prostitutes, any kind of prostate issues. One last comment. You'll have men that if you don't have the opportunity to check them, but they, they complain of a lot of body aches. Mm-hmm. Or like low-grade but unresolving blood pressure issues. Clinicians, pay close attention to this. Body aches they can't account for. And low-grade uh, hypertension cases. Like, ah, you know, I'm kind of borderline, have been for a long time. Mm-hmm. If you identify certain things like food, immune system, or metals and chemicals, and those don't seem to be the responsive side to detoxify the bowel, you have a gentleman who does have a prostate problem. He doesn't even know it. They'll also complain of low mid-range back discomfort, inner inner thigh challenges, okay, Um, headaches, dizziness, and that low-grade, non-resolving high blood pressure. With men, you have to think prostate. Um, And uh, higher level thinking is any of those things, you have to think endocrine system. For those of you using the system survey to help evaluate stress patterns on clients, 90%, everything on there is endocrine system. It's all endocrine system. Mm. If you think about all three pages, other than the B-complex nutrition Mm. that's evaluated and the digestion, right? But those are still endocrine organs. Yeah. 
That's an entire evaluation of the endocrine system governed by the sympathetic parasympathetic pathways of the autonomic nervous system, but it's all endocrine. So everything, the further up the causal chain you can get in balancing out the endocrine system, you're going to see guts improve. You'll see immune systems and hormones and metabolism and all the other things that people are concerned about and they run into a challenge with. And prostate is part of the endocrine system. So Fascinating. Good stuff. We are also going to go over the maestro system surveys. Um, on our next, well, our next Zoom, which is next Friday at, next 2, Friday at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's one that's specific for our country doctor wholesalers. Yep. Um, so we're going to take that Maestro System Survey and we are going to go through it like in depth. Yes. And yeah. another tool, another tool I'll grab here. I'm so thankful Nora got my library straightened out. I know. Another resource that you practitioners are going to want to become familiar with is the International Foundation for Nutrition and Health, IFNH. Oh, what? The System Survey by Dr. Michael Dobbins. Now, that's in-depth detail, but it's, uh, what, four or five, five different actual CDs that explains in detail how to balance out these endocrine systems, and you will love it. Even if you don't use the system survey, which I can't imagine anybody who wouldn't want to, it's a very it's a wonderful visual mm-hmm. for your client, and it's a great education piece. Okay, it's a great inexpensive tool for your office. Inexpensive tool for the mm-hmm. office, and you don't have to be a genius to you know to figure it out. You don't need a uh, you know a degree in uh, endocrinology mm-hmm. uh, or system surveys uh, to understand these things. Mm-hmm. But it can make worlds of difference in in getting people positioned Mm -hmm. faster for better results. Not quick results, better results, meaning they feel better faster. And that that way, when they're properly educated, they'll stay with you longer Mm -hmm. to actually restore, rebuild, and repair. Mm -hmm. So. So the last question, if we have enough time to squeeze it in, is kind of the do's and don'ts for breastfeeding mamas. Breastfeeding moms, you know, um, <laughs> when it comes to production, milk mm-hmm. production, one of the last things women want to do is drink a bunch of dairy. Mm. That's not going to help. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. <laughs> but herbs that contain uh, fenugreek in them uh, are wonderful. The um, There's uh, lactating teas that are available yeah. that we use. Mm-hmm. Again, superfood is amazing, amazing at helping mm-hmm. with mom's future milk production. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Lacey? Lacey. Well, who is it that does the... We have a lactations nurse that might be... That I don't know. We'll Lacey some, is a midwife. Yes. You're talking about someone else, though. I'm talking about someone else. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you know, one of the old, one of the most old-fashioned remedies for women and uh, producing milk is to drink some beer, not White Claws or these things like Bottles and James or any of those other things, but but actual like you know beer, glass of beer will help with production, right? But fenugreek uh, is one of the best herbs I've found for helping produce yeah. milk production, and making sure that that you're when they once the baby's here is loading mom up on really good quality enzymes. Yes. So that's where like S-Symes or HP Digest, CDH Digest, those where those can come into play is making sure that mom's diet's on point. If we're getting the raw materials in there that's necessary, that yeah. then making sure that her body's breaking those things down and utilizing them fully. 
Yes, so. definitely. Reminding mom that everything she eats, baby eats too, yep. right? And that's where and those the, books the come other, back in. Yeah, the other thing is is that sometimes um, maybe mom is used to eating a food that doesn't necessarily bother her system, but maybe baby doesn't like it when it's getting it through, um, you know, the nursing milk. Mm-hmm. And so that can happen sometimes as well is that they don't even realize that something, you know, because it's never bothered mom, yep. that's going to be the last thing when baby starts having challenges that mom's not going to think, oh, well, it would be, you know, could be this food that I, so that's one thing just from a practitioner standpoint, coaching them and helping them realize that sometimes foods that don't bother them can still bother baby and baby consumes, if they're nursing, everything that mom consumes. Yep. So when you think about this too, we talked about prostatitis, but what's mastitis? Hmm. Very common with women Hmm. during nursing. Oh, is that where it gets uh, Mastitis. Yeah. Yeah. They get inflammation there. So. So when the, this is once baby's here, this is when you can look at uh, herbal formulas like detox, mm-hmm. a little bit of lymph detox, things of that nature can be very beneficial to help um, mom's lymph and uh, the uh, mammary tissue stay healthy mm-hmm. and productive and detoxified. Um, make sure she's drinking one ounce per pound of body weight in water, good quality mm-hmm. water daily. Right? She's mm-hmm. got to stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's only three or four key things mm-hmm. to make sure of. Uh, she should look at about an 80-20 rule on a plant-based, uh, raw, preferably uncooked diet to 20% that's cooked starch or veg, uh, starch or, um, mm-hmm. uh, meat sources mm-hmm. so that we don't uh, develop some metabolism problems and can't, don't have that raw materials to break down and, mm-hmm. and utilize for the baby's milk. And on the list of products where um, pregnant women can't have certain country doctor herbal products, there's also right under that for nursing moms. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think off the top of my head, the only one that I think falls under nursing moms is heavy metal. That HV Met, which yeah. is our heavy metal cleanse. Yeah. Um, so we don't want moms doing that while they're nursing because Correct. then they can just pass that on to baby. We don't want that. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much, Thanks, everybody, everybody, for joining us. Make sure you join us next Podcast. Friday. Podcast. Um, and make sure you tune in to Total Wellness Radio podcast, and we want to interview you. Why are you not saying this? (laughs) I get all excited about it and put words in her mouth. (laughs) He expects me to read his mind, and sometimes I do, and that's scary. Um, If you haven't been interviewed for Total Wellness Radio, please reach out to me directly. I'd love to have you on. It's a really fun experience. Mm -hmm. It's a great promotional piece Mm -hmm. for you. It's almost instantaneous. Got some good little music in the front and the back, right? It's it's okay for for me. I'm not, you know, an IT guy, but I love doing it. I love sharing it with, uh, you know, with our communities and on iTunes and and, uh, Spotify. It's very painless, too. Painless. It's a lot of fun. It's like you sharing your story, right, is like a huge part of it of like, why are you here? Why are you doing what you're doing? It's an Um, evergreen it's an evergreen piece of promotion that goes with you from now on. It's it's one of those yep. things that you can put on all your platforms, put on your website. You can send to people um, and just use as a, as a promotional piece. And again, it's a lot of fun, and we uh, I really enjoy doing. It. I love doing it. We're, we're on episode two thirty nine as of today. Mm-hmm. Um, just interviewed a lady this morning uh, in Winnipeg 
Ontario, uh, Winnipeg, Canada. Awesome. And uh, so hers is going up later this afternoon. It's a lot of fun. So. Yes. And we will put this up on the Practice Blueprint podcast, which yep. is the podcast that's specific just for practitioners. Um, so if you want to replay it or share it with, um, you know, another friend or colleague that's also a practitioner, please feel free to do that. We super appreciate you guys taking time out you of bet. your Thank busy you day so to join us. Be safe us. and stay healthy. Please feel free to submit questions for our next one. We do this every month. And like I said, make sure you join us next Friday at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We're going to go in depth with that Maestro System survey. Take care. Thanks so much, everybody. Have an awesome weekend. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint, the podcast. In order to get connected with us by way of Facebook or online or with our LinkedIn accounts, check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. It's countrydoctorwholesale.com. There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So, again, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast.